Hello and hello and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha. So I'm talking about the full moon and being triggered. <laughs> so I'm going to give people a little bit of time here to get going. So, uh, you know, um, I'm live here on Instagram and uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, my YouTube channel. So welcome to whoever is going to be coming. And uh, I'm inviting comments to come in because of the fact that, you know, we're all being triggered. So being triggered by this full moon. Uh, and, you know, there's this pattern that's been happening. And boy, you know, that's the one thing that I want everybody to know that I'm human along with you. Very human along the ride with you. And as we're going forward and managing our life and doing what we're doing and being triggered here and being triggered there. So I want to ask the question uh, as, um, you know, as things are happening here that um, and I may ask this question later, you know, too, because of the fact that, you know, being me, Natasha Venter, psychic medium, uh, personal awareness life coach, and I do a lot of feng shui, uh, and I do a lot of, um, like I did a house blessing yesterday, which I was so grateful to be able to do, to help people, um, this family, to kind of get their house, you know, their house was built where um, the land wasn't too happy. And so I was able to do some work with that and help the land to be loved again and understood. And, you know, the land right there was crying a little bit because it wasn't honored. And so with that, that, you know, I enjoy helping people find their rhythm and, whoa, just something came through my backyard and I didn't, I wonder what that was. It was probably a bird. I wonder, I wonder if it was a hawk. Hmm. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, squirreled. Um, so as we're going forward and managing our life, you know, this full moon, you know, I know that, you know, I was, like I said, I was going to repeat it here, but, you know, we're all getting triggered. And, you know, I know for me that, oh boy, I don't know, you know, it started last full moon. So we had a full moon a month ago uh, that was uh, a full moon and an eclipse. I don't even remember what the moon was in. I think it was in, oh gosh, what was it in? I don't know. I don't know what it was in, but you know, and I forget what this moon is in actually, but I know that it's been in the, you know, the eclipse of the last full moon. The one that was in November was pretty powerful. And that eclipse was something that um, triggered and I can see it repeating what lesson we learned in that time of that um, wisdom that we got is repeating itself. And I know for today, I got an email that, oh my gosh, no fault of the person. And I actually um, apologize because I sent an email back that was like, I wish I can teach this class. And she was just forwarding it to me. Um, but I, I may have to teach a class on this. You know, I'm feeling like I want to teach something on this and I'm trying to figure out how to get it out there. But, you know, I feel like I, you know, with the last full moon, and I'm going to speak a little here because I feel like my story can help you out. 
that, you know, last full moon with the eclipse in November that I was really triggered. And, you know, I do a mantra a week. And this is a mantra that everybody is um, is able to do on Facebook and, and my uh, YouTube channel. And I have not been perfect on putting it on my website. And I got to change my website password so I can negotiate that a little differently. So as we're going forward and managing things that, you know, these mantras actually trigger a lot outside of us to, to work on the inside of us. And so that mantra at that time was, uh, I'm valuing, I'm, I am valuing myself. I am valuing myself. And, you know, I think there was a little bit more to that mantra, but you know, that was the basicness of it. Well, I understood that that one, you know, that flipped me upside down, inside out because it was the week of the full moon. And I didn't even put those two together when the mantra was called. I, I personally asked the guides what mantra I should do. And, and that was the one that they said. And it was like, wow, okay, I value, am I valuing my life? I'm, am I valuing me? Yes. Am I valuing um, the things I have outside of me? Well, maybe. And then am I valuing, uh, are they valuing me? Well, whoa, that one triggered because there were so much things that broke down around me. There were so many things that broke apart around me. And, you know, my floor basically got taken out from underneath me because that's where I learn. I learn a lot by doing that. And I want people to know that as you're going forward and when your legs get taken out from underneath you, really look at what life is trying to teach you if you can. You know, if it, if you're the common denominator in this whole process of something, then I would really look at how are you the common denominator in these stories? Well, my common denominator was, is that, you know, I, I'm kind, I am loving, I am giving. And yet, do I really speak up when something bothers me? No. So then I feel like I'm devalued. And that is something that is um, passive aggressive in a way, you know, as I look at myself, I'm not afraid to say these words to myself, you know, that's kind of passive aggressive attitude that I get upset about something, but I'm not willing to speak it out loud. Ooh, you know, and so that is some of the lessons that I learned in November. Well, how is it being applied with this full moon? Because remember, full moons are about endings. How am I going to end something? How am I going to um, switch things around so that they are there's endings about life, right? Well, when things are ending, you know, there's always opportunity for new beginnings. So that's the thing that I love to see. Like I yesterday, was it yesterday or the other day before? I saw a lot of the double numbers or the triple numbers, 333, 444, 555, 111, 1111. You know, I was just seeing 911. I was seeing numbers left and right, left and right. And those numbers were, were, were good triggers because we can have good triggers as well as bad trigger triggers, right? They were triggering me to think about how am I being helped? What is I, what am I praying for? You know, 111, 911, and 1111, 1111 is the magical connection, right? Um, 111, you know, it's 1111 somewhere. So 111 is, it's that connection. Uh, and then 911 is endings with magical new beginnings. The nine is endings and 11 is the new beginnings, right? 
So going forward in our life. So what is this full moon? And it could start could have started maybe even this last week started you moving you into these experiences and these lessons and these moments where you know what is this teaching me about myself well i got an email today you know and i'm not shy about saying that i'm dyslexic okay uh and people i don't think really understand how this is what i wanted maybe i should do a show um, one of my Wednesday shows about being dyslexic and being, and what the emotional roller coaster that we go on as a dyslexic or someone with ADHD or someone with some kind of learning disableness. And it's not that they're not smart. Oh, yeah, they're smart. They may be smart in other ways. I'm smart in many different ways. But when it comes down to writing and reading, and I'm hoping my phone just didn't upgrade, <laughs> and I'm really hoping that the speakerphone is a little bit cleaner because of the fact that, you know, and there again, I may not speak as clear um, because of the way that I'm not sure of how to say something. So I kind of maybe garble a little bit or that kind of stuff. And so with that, that, you know, being dyslexic, I'm being really triggered. Well, a friend, love her. She didn't know this was a trigger of mine, which actually, you know, I'm grateful she sent that email because this trigger is teaching me how to look at this trigger. Full moon, emotions, anger, uh, anxiety. Many of these scenarios of this full moon are part of this process. So I got triggered by this full moon and this emails about being dyslexic and the title was how to get over being dyslexic well defense system went up because you don't get over dyslexia you get through it you get knowing in it you get the ability to have tools as you get older negotiating it but yet you don't get over it right and so people who, who, and I'm assuming that this person teaching this class, you know, is not somebody who is dyslexic, or she may have a little bit of it. But when you're someone like me, who didn't read until after high school, you know, I, I spelt of O-V-E through until I had to catch myself, I still have to catch myself as an adult here. And so it's not a negative thing. It's, and I, and I'm not looking for you know, it's a thing. We all have something, you know, some people don't have arms and that's their hand, their, their, their thing that they may get triggered by. You know, some people have, um, digestive issues. That's what they get triggered by. So we all have something, you know, and, and I, and I'm going to tell you dyslexic isn't just mine. So it, it, it's, um, it's one of those things that as we're going forward, that this full moon really look at, if you can, who and what is being triggered because of the fact that I'm going to tell you, if you, if you haven't had a form of anger in the last, I'm going to say it month, because <laughs> we went through a full moon that, that was the eclipse in November, the new moon, what was going to come into our life. Now the full moon again, it's been a hockey puck ride, right? 
A hockey puck is something that gets banged around, whack, 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 you know, and then put into the goal center or defended. And so it's being beaten up, right? So have you been feeling like a hockey puck going through this life lately? Because the fact that we're all struggling with this and me being a psychic medium, intuitive personal awareness life coach, I do my own work. I'm aware of my life and not a lot of people can do the, you know, like sometimes I lay in bed and go, okay, there's a thread. What's this thread and 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 this thread, this situation and that situation and, and, and all those kinds of things. What is happening? Like when I was, um, a lot of things were happening, falling apart, breaking apart at the last full moon in November that I had to look, what was the thread that all of them came to, because I can tell you what was happening at work had one label, what was happening at home had another label, what happening in my business had another label, what was happening in another scenario was, was had another label, but they all had this thread that was weaving together to come into one thing. And remember, I was telling you, well, if you weren't here yet, that that mantra that week when everything was breaking down was, do I value myself? Well, I was laying there in bed thinking, what is all this about? And I couldn't sleep. So I opened up my book and this book was something about, I am valuing my life and how people perceive me in it. Bing goes the light bulb, right? So how are we able to, to perceive our own value? And that's the one thing that, um, it, it, it's one of those things that going forward and and going into this life is, is that this full moon, like I said, if you haven't had anger in the last month of some form or some anxiety or some, um, I, I want to call it depression or, um, or, uh, or uh, feeling like you're the elephant in the room or you're feeling like um, devalued or you're feeling um, minimalized, minimalized, or you're, there's a part of you at some point dealing with family, you know, over Thanksgiving, you know, did somebody not honor you for who you've grown into? They kept you as the person that you used to be instead of saying, well, you've changed a lot. Good job for you. Right? So as we're going forward, we're getting these triggers and we're getting these stories about ourselves. And, and it's not been comfortable, but I can tell you though, that for me, and part of the story was how am I valuing others and how am I valuing my, and how are they valuing me? So now I'm on this um, ride of how am I being valued? Well, this email about dyslexia triggered me because I know I'm not being valued somewhere in my life and I can label it. I'm not going to choose to label it because of confidentiality, but I am, I'm actually now, you know, I've been trying to get to a point where I'm not triggered to have a conversation with someone and I haven't gotten there quite yet. <laughs> and I am, I mean, she looks at me like there's something you want to tell me, right? But yet I haven't had the 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 way to negotiate this because I know I'm going to break down and cry because this is something that is lifelong. I have been um, 
very much in many ways thought that I was not smart because of the way that my dyslexia was. And this is my, you know, we all have a part of us. <laughs> we all have a part of us that is a, a, a younger vo- version of ourselves. You know, this, you know, like for me, I, right now I'm feeling my little girl who was in school and bullied because she couldn't spell and she couldn't read and she couldn't speak very well. I mean, when I first met my husband, he says, you speak Natashanese, you know, my name is Natasha and you speak Natashanese because it, it doesn't make any sense to me, him being a, a mathematician, and, you know, someone who is very math, has very much a mathematical mind, very, um, almost a photogenic, photogenic mind. Me, I can read something four times and, and not even input it yet because it doesn't make sense to me. There's sometimes I'm reading a menu and I have to ask somebody, how do you say that? Right? So, there's these stories, but yet I know how to read, but yet I don't know how to read everything. And I know everybody doesn't know how to read everything. It's not about that, but there's that part of this that feels less than because of it. And I want you to think about those places that you're feeling less than in your life. Maybe it's something that you did, um, you know, like maybe you were a drug addict and and these drugs made you not be who you wanted to be. And so whenever somebody is asking you to do or be someone and that part of you kind of wants to hold you back because you're feeling guilty from it. You're feeling like I, I didn't make the better choices. So why should I feel worthy of having love and communion and compassion with people? Right. Or some of us, um, you know, when we were younger, didn't always make the best choices with who we hung out with. And, you know, there's a lot of gangs. There's a lot of uh, people who who made poor choices. And so as we're going forward and managing things that life isn't about being easy, but yet it's about learning. And our soul is here to learn. And so with these full moons, new moons, being triggered, and I've talked about myself a little bit here, but I'm hoping that, that, that I, but my life is something that you can glean something off of to help you understand what you've been going through lately. Because of the fact that these angers and these triggers and these emotions are here for us to be our better selves. And every time I get triggered, I have to look at it. I have to look at it and go, here you are. Here you are. What is your story that you want to say to me, Trigger? Okay. How am I being valued? You know, I have all these things that are happening around me. People that are are stepping up and being able to do things. And it's like, how much more work am I going to have to do to get to be their level, right? Not to say they're on a pedestal, but it's their level. And I know that struggles are those things that we all have a struggle, a struggle on how to talk, walk, think, um, be, um, uh, perseverance, um, um, having um, a strength to say no. You know, we all have a struggle. We all have a struggle. And those struggles are, are, um, are those things of, should we persevere? Can we persevere? 
are we going to persevere, right? And, you know, I'm doing really well. I'm doing, I'm feeling very good. But I'm going to tell you, though, that, that it's a magical thing that's happening. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that magic because, you know, like for me, I've been really thinking that, and she's in this room, and I love my cat that I have. My cat is amazing. She's all she can be. There again, that story. We are who we are, and we can all be who we are. That's the only thing we can be, right? Well, she's all she can be. She came from a feral mom, a feral dad. She's come from many different things. And um, hi on Instagram again, that, you know, that we all come from something, right? We all come from something, but she struggles to be. She struggles to be touched. She struggles to be in a home. You know, she comes in my spiritual room and, and lays in a corner, um, you know, and I've been really debating about getting another cat, right? Well, walked into a vet yesterday and who had said free kittens. And I almost started crying because it was like, there's a part of me, like I said, we all have a part of us that are children that are that, that a part of us, you know, that is um, energetically a, an inner child. Some of us are an inner adult. You know, we all have an inner knowing we all have a higher self. We all have something. And, you know, and I noticed that lately my inner child is getting triggered because a lot of people think that I'm not smart because of my dyslexia. People think, you know, my, me not having my cat, you know, it's my first, this is the longest I've gone without having somebody to purr on my lap. Well, it was funny because I went to the vet to, cause they had free kittens and sadly one of them wasn't mine. You know, they weren't mine. Um, I have to wait there again is accepting the process and waiting, right? Well, my cat lovingly wants to help me. So what did she do last night? She came and laid on my lap. She couldn't settle down. She she purred. She talked to me. I talked to her. It lasted about six minutes. It's been over six months since she laid on my lap. She did what I wanted her to do. She laid on my lap and purred. She only can do what she can do. I can only be who I can be. And that's the thing that, that going through this full moon and the anger and the emotions and the struggle and all these things that are happening, that, you know, we're being triggered to see, oh, okay, so here I'm being triggered by my cat, you know, not being able to do what she wants to do. And I have to check in, okay, am I wanting something from someone that they can't give? an ouch because you know we miss those things we miss those things that we value that that we used to have you know i used to have a cat that you would sit on my lap and say mom sit down you need you need to you need to get grounded and she would lay there and purr and she'd make sure i didn't get up right well now guess what i have to do am i grounded how can i ground well, you know, for me, I don't ground necessarily by um, a lot of people's standards, but I ground it with a cedar tree. You know, I'm like a hawk at the top of a cedar tree. Sometimes I feel like I'm grounding like that because we're all in this midst of, of figuring out what we're doing. And this is the last full moon of 2022. So I really want to invite to you that 
as we're going forward and in this moment of who we are and what we are and what are we doing, that what is this full moon going to help us be as we're moving forward? What is this full moon going to help us be as we're moving forward? Because the fact that, you know, 2023 is coming pretty closely. And I know that this next year is going to be an interesting year. It's going to be full of triggers again. It's going to be full of awarenesses. And it's going to be coming full of a lot of different things that we're not wanting to deal with. But I want you to be able to understand that this is a life worth living. Because I can tell you that if we don't do work in this lifetime, we're going to do it in another lifetime. So it's nice to get it done while we're here. But part of that is learning to love ourselves and loving ourselves through these scenarios, loving ourselves through these triggers. So, you know, I sent a trigger off, uh, email off on that um, dyslexic email that I got. And then I I sent one quickly after saying I apologize. Um, I was triggered by that. And um, I really want to teach this. So I'm going to ask the universe if I'm supposed to help somebody or or be somewhere where someone is dyslexic and I can help them learn to do something. I want to be able to negotiate that with them, right? I want to help them be in that moment. I want them to know that there is a a purpose for it because of the fact that we all are valued. We all have value in this world. And even my mother of heart, because my mother passed away when I was um, uh, when I was in my late twenties, that I had a woman came in my life for about twenty years, and um, I called her my mother of heart because she was my greater teacher, <laughs> right? She was a librarian. She knew the dictionary left, right, up, and down, and center, and she says, "Don't look on Google. You got to get the old dictionary and look up the old meaning, right?" Because she was that that include she knew about these words right and you know what was interesting about her is that she really taught me how to value my language because there were some times where she says natasha that's words not in the dictionary but it's perfect for this place and maybe it should be in the dictionary right so even though we may not be able to do life like we want to do it Do life where it's at. And do life where we can do it. Negotiate it the better that we can. Because there are going to be triggers. And I can tell you, like I said before, if you have not had a form of anger, anxiety, um, uh, self-sabotage, or anything like that, that, you know, we're we're going to be negotiating some of this because the fact that no matter where we're at and what we're going on, life is doing things to us, not at us, but to us to negotiate how we can learn. How can we learn more about ourselves? And I can tell you, watching if you rewatch the beginning of the show and me talking about my triggers, that you know, these have been great teachers for me. I've really looked at how when, when I'm triggered, I need to stop and breathe. 
stop and breathe because anger is really rising up. Now, I'm, um, if you look at my astrology, I'm a double Cancerian Aries. So I have two water signs with a fire sign. So I really want to be a crab and, and get underneath my shell, right? Well, I can't always get underneath my shell. And then I have my Aries, which is a fire sign that sometimes wants to arise. And my my um, Aries is really fiery lately and it's boiling my water. And I have to be careful because I don't usually walk around. If anybody has known me for quite a while, I don't get angry, which has not been a good thing, actually. It's not been a good thing. Because as we're going forward and, and managing our life, that it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be in anxiety. It's okay to be in worry. It's okay to be in these things. Yet at the same time, though, the thing we need to look at is, is that, is it controlling us? And I can tell you this trigger about dyslexia, it's really starting to get controlling and I don't like it. I don't like how passive aggressive it is. And so I'm going to let it speak soon. And there's certain key people I'm going to allow it to speak with because they're the key people that are triggering it. They're undermining this. Not by they knowing because I haven't said anything to them. So they don't know they're undermining it. But that is me, how I need to learn to speak something. And I learned that lesson the other day when when I was angry about something and then I realized that, you know what, they don't know I'm angry. So why am I angry at someone who doesn't know I'm angry at them? So what I did was when I found out that scenario was going to come around again and I knew I was going to get triggered again, that I sent out a very, I thought, neutral email or as neutral as I can get it. And I, I, I wrote it out. Did not send right away, but I wrote it out, reworded a few things, reread it, put it down for a second, picked it back up, reread it again, and then I was able to send it. There's a couple of reasons why I reread it, because being dyslexic and then making sure I wasn't triggered, <laughs> because it was about information, not about emotion. And that's the thing that I'm hoping that that this anxiety that we're feeling and this pressure we're feeling and this this madness in a way, it's not being maddening um, scenarios that we're going through, especially with coming up into this time of the, the year. That whatever your belief system is, that it doesn't matter. We're all on the ride of this time of the year, right? We're all on this ride to this time of the year that things are happening. There's things on TV. There's things in, in stores. There's, there's things on, um, on street posts. You know, it depends on where you're at. depends on what you see. Because there is a scenario that's happening. And no matter where you're at and what you're doing, these things are either going to be triggers for you or smiles. But all we can do is take a breath when we are triggered. When we're in anxiety, when we're in these moments of, of being, because no matter where you're at and what you're doing, life is the story. Life is the story that you're living. And we always have a chance to write our story, right? 
we always have a chance. So if we are writing a story of being negative and and um, triggered and and feeling bad and anxiety and all that kind of stuff, right? As I'm writing on my palm, well, flip the page over, right? Flip the page over and rewrite something. So I'm gonna say, received an email, uh, uh, and um, when I left my scenario, um, looked at it, uh, had an email pretty much right away, didn't send it right away, looked at it, right? Got home, uh, sat in the car for a few minutes, reread it, sent it, then thought about it. Damn it, I didn't do that as well as I wanted to. Instantly started rewriting another one. Waited a minute, reread it. You know, doing those things can really help you process, right? Doing those things can really help you process. And, and you know, really looking at it. So then looking at that trigger, why am I being triggered? Why? Ask that trigger. Why am I being triggered? Because you never know what your answer is going to be. Because your mind will answer you. <laughs> it's the first thing that you hear. You know, I'm being triggered because I'm not getting any time to myself. So then how can you find in realism of your life time to be alone? Right? How can, how can we negotiate our life? How can I go into a scenario at work and and not be triggered. You know, if we have a secretary that, that, you know, talks down to us all the time, how can we go into work and, and be equal with someone? Half of it is communication, right? Half of it is communication. So if I can offer anything to you, remember that you are your own story. So what can you rewrite? Okay, so I'm going to, I wrote down the story. I have been triggered by people talking about dyslexia like I'm an elephant in the room. Because I am very dyslexic. And I know a lot of these things that are coming up in tests and in information now, I've been telling people for years. Boy, isn't that a hard one to hit. That everybody else who has a PhD and everybody else who has knowings are being, are, are talking about things that I've known for years. And I've been telling other people. Because I've, you know, I, um, the universe knew I couldn't read, so they put me back in an elementary school system. And I've been a paraeducator for over 20 years helping kids read. Who have had dyslexia. And I've known it, even though it hasn't been legally tested for. Because I understand it. I may not understand how every other mind works, but as soon as I sit down with them for about a week, I get how their mind works. Helps being intuitive too, right? So how can we work through these triggers and how can we work through these anxieties? So anxiety is something that, you know, for one, breathe. And like this week, my mantra is, I'm willing to, I'm accepting the willingness to walk with my life. I'm accepting the willingness to walk with 
my life. Not with, not at it. It's not about fighting things. It's walking with it. So when you are in anxiety, when you are in panic, when you are in wonder, when you are in trigger, check in with it. Be with it. Don't let it take control, but be with it because you never know what that story is going to create for you tomorrow, right? You never know what that that's going to create for you tomorrow. Life is an interesting place to be at. And how can we negotiate it? Because I can tell you, the trigger and the anxiety and the anger and the frustration and the why is this happening to me? Especially when we're getting more piled on because of the holidays. Right? So being where we're at, doing what we're at, loving where we're at. Well, we don't have to necessarily love it. But we can have compassion for it. We can have understanding for it. And if that trigger is there, communicate with what is triggering it. Find out. Realize who is the representation. Because it's not necessarily the person that's doing it. It's the situation. Going back to that secretary that's triggering you, that is demeaning you. Maybe you were demeaned by your parents or an uncle or a best friend or your sister or brother or a cousin or, or um, a schoolmate or a teacher. That that secretary is reminding you of somebody else. So dealing with that whole situation, and that's the magical thing about this, about, about this full moon is about how am I going to be done with this freaking shh and some boss? Well, because we're not, because of the fact that it's about learning. So please remember that, you know, as I was working with, um, uh, I was doing a house blessing and, and, and feng shui clearing yesterday that, you know, they had a new baby and, and it was a struggle to have this baby. And um, they keep saying that, that this baby was a miracle. But I'm going to tell you that each one of you, when you were back, when you were first born, everybody thought that you were a miracle. Somebody thought you were a miracle. A nurse thought you were a miracle, even if your family didn't. Um, you, had, um, you had somebody else that thought you were a miracle. If your family didn't think you're a miracle, somebody did. A grandmother, um, a sister, brother, somebody thought you were a miracle. Guess who's still that same person, just older? You're a miracle. I'm a miracle. We're all miracles walking. But we're dealing with life, and life is tripping up. Life is a struggle. And how can we negotiate that struggle? Taking a breath. Taking a breath is part of that. Taking a moment is part of that. Being aware of our life and why is it happening. Ask it. Why are you happening? Oh, I'm so mad at you. Why are you happening? And believing those stories of, of what your mind is trying to tell you in a way, as long as it's positive. Because I can tell you, I can ask, why are you being triggered? Because my little girl is tired of being told she's not good enough. 
that's why my I'm being triggered with this dyslexia thing. And she just spoke to me about that, right? So going forward and, and negotiating our life, that this is about how can we learn to do better? Hi on, on my uh, 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 YouTube channel. Uh, how, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing good, actually. But this is a full moon and I'm talking about triggers because even though I'm great, I am enjoying my life. I have many blessings. I'm feeling very blessed in my life. I still have triggers. I still ride the roller coaster. I still have moments, right? I still have moments of roller coasting. But like I told someone yesterday who says, you know, I love chaos, but then I implode in with chaos. I said, well, instead of riding the roller coaster that's like the, the granddaddy of all roller coasters, right? Choose to be on more of a kid's roller coaster. Go up and down. Have fun. Don't be jerked around. Have fun. Ride it. Get that little kid again inside of you having fun. Because that's part of our story. That's part of our life. We are not here to be punished. But yet we seem to punish ourselves. And those triggers, like I said, the angers, the frustrations, the knowings, the, the um, why is this happening to me? Those are all here to be with us. So with that, know that no matter where you're at, you are loved. And let this wisdom be for you and who you are. And, you know, life is about being better. Being better, not perfect, but being better. Challenge yourself a little bit and, and ask those triggers and those angers. Why are you here? Because I'm not getting enough time. They keep talking to me that way. Doesn't that feel like an inner child thing? Yeah. It's okay if your inner child talks. It really is okay that your inner child talks. It's a buff. It's, it's something that's a barometer for us. It gives us a heads up on what we're doing. Right? So if you're having any struggles about life, I do have private time for private sessions where I love to help people work through their life. And so if you have any um, triggers that you are working through, anger that you're frustrated with, please go to my website, angelicclarifications.com, and you know, schedule an appointment if you'd like. Because I'm here for you, to help you. Just because that I'm having a little few triggers here and there, you know, they're helping me to wake up. And I'd love to help you, help you go through this story of your life. Because we're always here. We're always here to do. And that's what our soul is here to do is to learn. So I can tell you, me compromising with a trigger is actually helping my soul find its life purpose. And, and, and doing its story of its life purpose. So remember, at any point in time in this life, you can flip the, the page over in the story of your life and write a new story in your life. You can always start a new chapter. You can always start a new book. You can always start a new um, 
new page. You can always start a new, um, you know, you can you can say something like, well, I was triggered an hour ago. Boy, I was angry. Guess what I did instead? Instead of punching somebody out, I ended up taking, taking a deep breath and walked away. So with that, that we can always start new. We can always change the story. We can always change the story. May blessings be with you. So I'm going to take a kind of a side note here. And on this show on Wednesdays, I really enjoy doing Oracle cards. Um, and I can pull Oracle cards for you if you would like. I uh, am... Um, uh, I am going to do that, but yet at the same time, if nobody speaks up, I'm just going to do one and then, uh, then go, let's see who wants to be, okay. uh, I think I'm going to just do one deck today would be gentle creatures. These guys are magnificent. Um, I just love these guys. They're just so cute. So if you're looking for an Oracle card reading, um, Veronica, yes, please. <laughs> Thank you for saying yes. Um, and I know somebody is messaging me on um, Instagram and I don't, I can't check my, my uh, messages. Uh, so um, I apologize. Uh, so knowing that no matter where you're at, if you are looking for help in life, I counsel. I'm a life coach. So I love to counsel people. I love to support people through their story. And I know that this full moon is really being a trigger. And especially with all these holiday stories that are coming up. Oh man, it's a, it's a ride. It's a ride. And how can we go through this newer life forward? How can we go through this newer life forward? Life isn't easy and it, we are doing it. Okay, so Veronica, if you can put some energy into the card, into the gentle creatures, I will do that for you. And Chaley is, was, is your name on um, YouTube. If you would like a card, I can do one for you too. And then I'll do one for everyone. So if you, um, if you are looking at um, on Instagram, if you would like a card, um, please just say yes, and then I will put you in the mix. Okay, so Veronica's first here. So all you have to do is put in an intention. You don't have to say what you wanted to ask. Just put in an intention. I don't need to know. The universe knows. And it's kind of like a telephone call or a text. So it just gets sent out in the wires of the energy. So Veronica. Okay, here we go. There we go. Now it's starting to connect. Okay, so Veronica, there's a card that's sticking up here, and it is really speaking to me. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so cute. So what they're doing is they're talking, and the, and the word is listen. And look at the reflection. There is actually a reflection in the mirror, in the water. So what is being reflected, right? What is being reflected? So like I said, if you're looking for, so I'll re-listen. Um, so this card is listen. Okay. 
K-L. I was just doing the alphabet with some kids. Listen. Okay. So here's, here's what the card says in the book. Okay. How do you, how, a, <laughs> let me push the reset button. I'm good at, at uh, kind of laughing at myself here. How do you effectively reflect on what someone is saying to you? How can you make sure you are hearing their heart through their words? One way is to actively listen. That is the art of conversating on the words being spoken. We have to make a conscious effort to engage on all levels. When we are actively listening, we are offering a gift of self. Here, two creatures visiting by the water's edge. One is sharing how they feel about this, this spot and its importance to them. The listener who holds their heart in their hands is being fully present for this reflective conversation. They are fully aware of the significant moment. The hummingbird hovers overhead. It has been attracted to the energy of the heartfelt exchange. Perhaps a good thing to examine right now is who listens to you in this way. To whom do you offer this present of being present? When you need someone to truly hear what you are saying, make sure you are that authentic listener for them as well. So isn't that an interesting aspect that sometimes we want to be listened to, but are we truly listening to them? Hmm. But isn't that a cute picture? Wish on, because um, this is later going to be on podcast. I do podcasts. Um, you can go to, um, uh, on most podcast platforms, um, Life, Clarific uh, Life Clarifications with Natasha, and that's where you'll find me. Life Clarification with Natasha. So listen. So this is, a, a, a hummingbird is about um, being able to pivot in life and move around and do. So. Hope that helps. Is there anybody else wanting a card? Um, thanks, Veronica. You said yes. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting because I can tell you as I was reading that card, because I know if that card wasn't for you, pulled for you, that um, that uh, it um, really, um, uh, you're welcome, Veronica, that um that if, if I'm not pulling a card for you and I read for someone else, those cards can mean something for you. It, it's a universal thing that if one person needs it, somebody else needs it. Okay, so what I'm going to do, since nobody else has spoken up, you are so welcome, Veronica. kind of interesting how um, I updated my phone last night and this these new um, updates have been really interesting how my phone is interacting in with messages. Hmm. I'll have to look at that. I'll have to look at that. 
you know, new isn't always the way that I would like it to be, but at the same time, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, so this is a card for everybody. Thank you for listening. So like I said, if you um, would like, if you're on a platform and, you know, my YouTube channel, I have over 300 videos on that. Short one minute, two minute supportive videos. I was looking at some of my really, my older ones from like last year. They are so interesting to listen to now. I'm listening to myself and I'm like, going, gosh, that was pretty insightful, wasn't it? You know, because they're, the short videos are about doing life. And then there's these story. The, um, then I have the mantras of the week, and then I have my shows. That even though I'm talking, we're to, you know, I have my show on Monday that I do with um, Regan Forston, the Dance of the Soul, and then we have uh, I have this one. That you know, these shows have a lot of information in them, and I'm hoping that this does help. So even if they're older, they're still valid. You're still valid so please go to my youtube channel and like and um and uh subscribe if you are a place because um i do inspirations all the time so here facebook instagram twitter um linkedin and my youtube channel okay here we go for everyone hmm, this is for the greater good for everyone oh top card i heard Unrooted. Unrooted. I think we've gotten this card before. Unrooted. Unrooted. Skies kind of look cloudy overhead, don't they? Almost like a tornado is coming down. And holding up his hand like, hmm, I wonder what's there. wonder what's there. But I know that we're all in that moment. Unrooted. So you... Or it's uprooted, not unrooted, uprooted. Are we all feeling a little uprooted? I know I am. Oh my. Trying to get my feet on the ground? That's another story. <laughs> uprooted, uprooted. Okay, here we go. Kneeling on the field, a familiar flower. This creature studies a handful of roots. They have been called to another field far from this one. With some regret, some sadness, they complete the meaning of roots. There is also a sense of hope here. They know that this field has been home for many seasons. But, but by talking this, a small bundle of roots, they will be able to be planted in a new place for themselves. It will not be this one, but they will be able to create something far for others that also has roots and connections. By embracing this feeling of being uprooted, they can fill themselves with hope instead of dread. The unknown is waiting for them to answer the call. Their own love of home will never be forgotten. They are simply answering their own internal GPS pointing them towards a new future 
they hadn't considered until just this moment. Ask yourself how uprooting yourself has brought you to where you are. Follow your roots back to call, recall why you chose to move forward. Being uprooted isn't the worst thing in the world. Sometimes you're being given an opportunity to spread out in new ways. And I can tell you that is a truth like no tomorrow. That everything that I, like I talked about the full moon in November back with the eclipse, boy, I got uprooted. My feet were not on the ground. I got hit left, right, and center about waking up to a new knowing. I got uprooted. And I can tell you, this putting my feet on the ground now, a month later with this full moon, you know, I'm I'm very much more able to stand in my own power empowerment. And being uprooted isn't a bad thing. Sometimes that being shooken up, the implosions can really help us find a new field, a new knowing. And this card is a, a creature standing um, in a, a kneeling in a field um, with some roots in the hands. And the clouds kind of look a little stormy because our minds get a little stormy when we're going through change. I want you to know that you're loved. I want you to know that no matter what's going on in your life, that um, reach out, talk to someone. I, I know that there's not a lot of ca uh, counselors out there right now, uh, but you know there's a lot of us intuitives that are counselors and we can give a, a different perspective. I know that um, for me, when I was doing the house blessing yesterday that you know I was giving perspectives they, they didn't really look at with their counselors. So I want you to know that no matter where you're at and what you're doing, if you would like to get a hold of a session with me, you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. And if you're looking for any support in life, uh, go to my videos. Go to my, I do uh, nightly posts or for the morning and night, um, Monday through Friday. So with that. I will see you. I will be back here Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific time with Regan Forston uh, uh, on the Dance of the Soul. And we're going to talk about uh, truth. Surrender, trust, and accept. Oh, surrender, trust, trust, trust. So on Monday's show is going to be about trust. And I'll be back here on Wednesday. Um, not too sure what I'm going to talk about yet but that's next Wednesday and um, I'm here at four o'clock Pacific time. And a lot of times I'm on the YouTube channel or my uh, Instagram channel too. So enough babbling. I will talk to you later. Please like share and um, be where you're at because of the fact that this message could be good for somebody who's going through some big triggers or some anger. Um, I'm hoping that it gives them some confirmation that they're not going insane, that it's not about them that we're all getting something to trigger us to say, I'm done. So like the card said, I can move to a new, um, a new area. I'm moving to a new idea. I'm moving to a new platform. I'm moving to a new knowing, right? So thank you, Sue. Appreciate the support. Love to all and blessings to everyone. And know that you are the miracle that was born as a baby, but now as an adult. 
So be your own miracle. Blessings. I'm Natasha Venter, angelicclarifications.com. End video. Bye now.